Hi there. I guess I should call this episode 112.5 of The Baton, a John Williams musical journey. I hope you enjoyed episode 112 of the show. I sure did. It had been 25 months since I recorded a new episode of the show, and it was fun to get back into that groove of analyzing new John Williams music and continuing the timeline of the maestro's career. A lot has happened since I posted episode 112. John Williams took back his decision to fully retire from writing film music. He became the oldest person to ever be nominated for an Academy Award. And he missed out on a chance to win Grammy number 26. Oh yeah, and he turned 91 years old. It looks like there might be many more episodes of The Baton beyond the one coming out after the release of Indiana Jones 5. In the meantime... While we wait for the July 2023 release of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, I wanted to let you know that I have something to help you fill your podcasting time. I've started a new show called The Best Song Podcast, and it falls right in line with what I am doing with The Baton. It's a limited series focusing on the first 90 years of the Academy Award for Best Original Song. I'm playing all 474 songs nominated for the Oscar from 1934 to 2023 and introducing you to the songwriters who created them but rarely got their own stories told. I've really had a blast researching, recording, and editing this show, and I even got to spend some time in the Academy's library. I think you're going to enjoy the results of this. You can find the show at bestsongpodcast.podbean.com or on the same podcast platform where you listen to The Baton. Just type in the show's name and my name, Jeff Cummings, C-O-M-M-I-N-G-S, and it should be one of the top results. Here's a taste of what you'll find on the Best Song Podcast. This is a clip from Episode 7, which discusses the creation of Over the Rainbow, a song that has become one of the most loved songs in Hollywood history. The songs for The Wizard of Oz were written by composer Harold Arlen and lyricist Edgar Yapizel Harburg, or Yip for short. Harburg went to high school with Ira Gershwin in the Queensboro of New York City, and it was Gershwin who convinced Harburg to get into songwriting after serving in World War I. In 1932, he and composer Jay Gorney wrote the unofficial anthem for the Great Depression called Brother Can You Spare a Dime for the Broadway musical Review Americana. Right after that, he began his on-again, off-again collaboration with Harold Arlen as the two wrote It's Only a Paper Moon as part of the score for the Broadway flop The Great Magoo. It became a hit in 1933 after several singers gave it the exposure that was necessary. Before writing Paper Moon, Arlen was part of a successful songwriting duo as well, composing Stormy Weather and Get Happy with Ted Kohler. The two kept their songwriting partnership even though Harburg was the one who was assigned to write lyrics for The Wizard of Oz. When Arlen and Harburg started writing the songs, the ones taking place in Oz came first. Those came rather quickly, especially the introductory songs for The Scarecrow, The Tin Man, and The Lion, because Arlen used the same melody for all three. Just before filming was set to start, producer Mervyn Leroy realized that Judy Garland didn't have a song of her own in the film. He pressured Arlen and Harburg to give Dorothy Gale her own song, and it had to come while she was still in Kansas. They weren't keen on a dramatic song in the film made for children, but they obliged on what would become their hardest song of the film to write. 
The story of Arlen finding the melody for Over the Rainbow is one of Hollywood lore. He and his wife were driving to Grauman's Chinese Theater in Los Angeles to catch a movie. On the way there, the first seven notes of the song, da, 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 just came to him out of the blue. He asked his wife to pull over, and luckily he had some manuscript paper on hand for him to scribble down the notes. Needless to say, they didn't go to the movie that night. Harburg spent a couple of days trying to fit things associated with rainbows into the melody, especially the beginning two notes that span an entire octave. So here's the song as performed in the film, including the bridge of the song that contains the lyric, Where troubles melt like lemon drops way above the chimney tops. Arlen has said that an MGM executive called those notes like the notes for a child's piano exercise. Believe it or not, Over the Rainbow was in grave danger of never appearing in The Wizard of Oz. Louis B. Mayer, the head of MGM, thought the song performance slowed down the plot and meant more time before Dorothy goes to Oz. He also wasn't enamored with the idea of 16-year-old Judy Garland singing it either, thinking her voice was too mature. Arlen, Harburg, Leroy, and Fox's musical guru Arthur Freed protested Mayer's decision continuing to press him to leave the song in the movie as an anthem for universal longing. After a Los Angeles preview screening applauded the song, and after just about everyone associated with the film pleaded with them, Mayer changed his mind. 
You have to listen to the rest of the episode to hear more about this song and hear more about the other songs nominated in 1939. I think one of the most exciting parts about each episode is trying to guess which song wins the Oscar and whether or not that song deserved to win. So consider adding the Best Song Podcast to your list of shows that you're enjoying. New episodes come out every Monday, and just as you did with The Baton, I know you're going to learn a lot about Hollywood and movie music. And don't hesitate to reach out to me at jeffswim at aol.com with questions or comments about either show. Thanks for listening and have a great day.